Hey, welcome to the Daily Run. This is Mike, and today we are in Romans chapter 15. And our goal today, this is my goal, is to finish Romans chapter 15. I know, can you believe it? It only took us 192 episodes, but here we are. And uh, we are finished, uh, we're going to pick up on verse, oh, 29. I think we left off on 28 last time where Paul is talking about how his desire was to visit those in Rome after he had taken um, some money from those in Macedonia and Achaia to, um, to those in Jerusalem who were in need. And he says, Therefore, when I have performed this and have sealed to them this fruit, I shall go by way of you to Spain. So Paul is talking about his desire to, come to, to go to Rome uh, after he visits Jerusalem. So, this is what he says next. He says, But I know that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. You know, and this is a great thing because he's, Paul recognizes that his, um, his steps are not ordered by himself, that he is, um, that he is following in God's, uh, God's plan for him. He's, he's, uh, He's not trying to get ahead of the Lord. Um, you know, he is being sensitive to the leading of the Spirit and such. So um, he didn't want to come on his own timing, but he wanted to come in God's time. And, you know, how often do we want what we want because, you know, hey, there's an opportunity rather than doing what God's leading us to do. And, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately because in, in my life, I feel very blessed that uh, when I was 19 years old, God made it very clear to me where he wanted me to be and what he wanted me to do. And it really caught me off guard. Uh, before that, I was, uh, I'd started going to church and I'd heard some things while I was attending church that I'd never heard before. And one of those was this idea that God has a desire for your life that God has a will for your life. And I don't remember exactly how much of that I comprehended. If I, if I comprehended this thing that like God has designed you and prepared you and is preparing you for what he has for you to do. And the things that you've gone through in your life are all, um, are, have all happened to conform you into the image of Christ and to prepare you for what God has for you in the future. And so, um, I don't know how much of that I grasped, but I do remember, you know, praying like, God, what do you want me to do? And the answer coming in a very um, unexpected way, but it was so clear and so obvious when it, when it happened that I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do. I just knew, you know, at that moment, uh, I just knew. And, and so it was very comforting to me because I knew where I was supposed to be. And I, I didn't know exactly what I was supposed to be doing. I knew that God had at that point called me to do camp ministry. And so that's the steps I took. And, and I went to a school to, to learn about that. And I knew that that was where I was supposed to be through a conversation I had with a friend where it just was obvious. Just all of a sudden, everything I'd been wondering about, everything you think about, there was the answer. And there were some obstacles that were in the way. And obstacles are good. Um, obstacles are great when it comes to uh, pursuing God's will. When you just suddenly you say, hey, there's, some, there's a block. There's something in the road. There's something that's keeping this from happening. And to me, I always appreciate those things because then 
it you can stop and go all right lord here's an obstacle i'm gonna let you take care of it i'm gonna let you know i'm gonna let you take care of it uh, a few years ago when i was pastoring a church we had an opportunity to get a building and we had been renting a building and somebody came to us with that owned a building and said i, I have this building and i'd love for you you know the church to use it and they told us how much the building was going to cost. And we said, well, that's nice, but we have no, we have no money. So we can't, you know, we can't do it. Even though we talked about it as leadership and said, yeah, this would be great. But you know, as much as we love to, we, we can't do it. Well, then the person came back and said, well, what if we, what if we work out, you know, a plan where we can, um, where we can work out a way for you to afford it? We said, well, okay. So What's the idea? And the idea was basically that we were going to pay a thousand dollars a month to support another ministry, a children's um, a children's ministry, and that was in an, another state for um, for like uh, troubled in in foster kids. And so we were every month going to send like a thousand dollars and to and basically that was like our rent. We were going to get to use this building, and we would send this thousand dollars down monthly. And so we said, well that seems like a no brainer because we're already paying a thousand dollars rent someplace else. So if we can pay money and not be sending it to Wells Fargo, but to another ministry seems like a great plan. So we got together as leadership and said, well, yeah, let's pursue this. I think this is a great idea. So we prayed about it. We went back to the person that offered the building. We told them, Hey, this is, this sounds great. Let's start, you know, this sounds like a good idea. Let's, let's work toward it. And then we kept getting these obstacles. You know, we, we have the city come in. They go, well, the building's not, it's not, uh, it's not up to code for a church. It used to be a church, but it's been, you know, a video rental place, a Sears, you know, a, a beauty supply store. It's been a, you know, a dozen things since, and so it now it needs to be brought back up to, to code. And so we start looking at what it takes and just to get it to where we need it to be usable. And it was, you know, something like, I don't know, fifty thousand um, dollars. I think was the initial or $45,000 was the initial estimate. So we went back to the, you know, and so as leadership, like, well, we don't have $45,000 to do this. So, you know, so our attitude was like, well, you know, if God wants us here, he's going to work it out. So we went back to the person that was offering the building and we said, Hey, look, this is our situation. And uh, they said, well, um, we still want you to, to have the building. So what if we do this? What if we raise the amount of money that you're going to send to this group in, um, in down, you know, down in, in Arizona and, you know, make it, I don't remember the number is like $1,250. So an additional $250 a month. And they said, and we'll cover, you know, the 45,000 or whatever it was, $50,000 for the, the updates. So we were like, great obstacle removed, you know? And, and then that, that kind of thing kept happening where then we had, we came back and once we got like the, the bids from the electricians and then we had to put in fire suppression, you know, which ended up being a huge chunk of money. And once we got the bids in, well, then it was way more, you know, then we're talking like this is going to be, you know, I don't remember if it was 75,000 or a hundred thousand dollars to get it all done, but it was a, it was a lot and money we didn't have. So again, we went back and we, to the person that had the building, we said, Hey, look, we, um, we appreciate you working with us. And, uh, but we, we just don't have any, we don't have any money to do this. And they said, well, what if we change your, you know, your monthly thing up to a hundred or 1500 a month and we go ahead and cover, you know, 
uh, whatever the you know seventy five thousand or a hundred thousand, whatever it was, and we said we can we can do that financially. We can do that. So um, that wasn't the only roadblock we hit. We hit a few other ones, but we kept praying and saying, all right, Lord, if this is where you want us to be, you know, we're going to trust for you to take care of these obstacles. And God continually took care of those obstacles. We didn't have to. We didn't. We didn't plan and scheme. We didn't uh, break the law. We didn't, you know, fudge the numbers for the government. You know, we didn't do anything uh, like that, which oftentimes people do to get around those obstacles rather than saying, like, I'm going to I'm going to be honorable. I'm going to be godly. I'm going to be holy and I'm going to do what I can. But I'm going to trust that God's going to bring this about. And God did. Um, God moved those obstacles. And it was um, and it was just neat to see that how how God took care of things like when we finished and had you know, where we owed the fire suppression company a lot of money. Um, but we were able to work out a deal with them where one of our members who designed websites put together a website for them and managed it and stuff and just some cool stuff. So anyway, this is one of those things that sometimes we get in front of the Lord on. We want something so bad that we start um, helping God out. And, you know, and, and, and again, it's, if you're if you're pursuing the Lord and you come across an obstacle and you're like I thought this is what God would have me do, I thought this was what God would have me do, but here's this obstacle. Remember, obstacles are not the end. Obstacles are something between you and the end. And so, so there are those times where you just pray and you say, "All right, Lord, this is what I thought you wanted me to do." And sometimes it's the obstacles there to slow you down because it's not time yet, or sometimes the obstacles there because. Um, it's not the obstacle. God, you've been going on your own and you've been praying like, God, I, I, you know, I just want to be in the center of your will. And God's like, you've been going your own way. I got to, you know, drop something in the way because you are not um, going the direction I want you to go. But that's the thing is we have to be submitted to God's will. We have to be in that attitude of God. I don't want to go where you don't want me to go. I don't want to leave a place where you don't want me to leave. You know, so if God has you somewhere and it's uncomfortable, it's really easy to be looking for the way out. Rather than to say, "All right, Lord, you've got me here. I'm not. I'm not moving until you direct me." And how's God going to direct you? I don't know. I don't know. But our job is to say, "All right, Lord, you you just make it clear to me because I don't want to be outside of your will." And in my experience, I'll tell you this: and God's going to make it clear. You know, Paul's desire was to come to Rome, and that's just what he said. That. You know, but I know that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. You know, he said, when I come to you, it's going to be, it's going to be God's way. And we know historically that that's exactly what happened. He came God's way. He got arrested and shipwrecked and a bunch of other stuff, but he eventually made it there and uh, made it there to be imprisoned, you know, but he was there. God got him where God told him he was going to take him. Um, he never gets to Spain, though, but that, you know, sometimes those things, you, there's those things we want, and there's things we want to do for the Lord, and God says, you know, that's not going to be what you're going to do. I have something else in mind, and that's okay, too, because remember this, God's way is always better than yours. God bless you. Talk to you next time.